Welcome to Tower Talks. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caitlin. This is the podcast where oversharing is caring and no subject is off limits. Hello, friends. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Today, I have a fun story to tell you. (laughs) And Ashley has not heard this story yet. I don't think. Josh was telling me a story and I'm wondering if it's the same one. Probably. But it was still amazing. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So this is about Buddy, my horse. We talked about the whole story about how I got him. Mm -hmm. He was a complete and total surprise. You know, we were expecting to get a pony. And I was thinking like, a pony pony? But he's like a horse pony? (laughs) So he was a big surprise. Well, let's see. This was last week. On a Thursday, I came home and I found him choking. Yeah. Did Josh tell you this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, he was choking. And for horses, it's not as big of a, like, emergency because their windpipe and their esophagus are separate. And so, it's not like within minutes they're going to run out of oxygen or something like that. But it is still a problem because they can't eat or drink. Mm -hmm. so he's choking and you know he had done this once before and it cleared up within about 10 minutes and most cases of choke in horses will resolve itself between 30 minutes and two hours so I was like I'm just going to keep an eye on him we're going to see how he does well some time passed and he was still choking and it was like starting to worry me so Josh gets home and I was like, hey, he's been like this, you know, like for a little bit and he's not seeming to do any better. But Josh got home and we were kind of walking him around the yard and stuff. And he seemed to like when they choke, they have like saliva coming out of their nose and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, his nose running seemed to clear up a little bit. And so we're like, OK, maybe it's working itself out now. But then a little while later, it got worse. Yeah. And so we finally were like, let's just call a vet out here and get it taken care of so the vet loads up and comes to our house and he had to like stick a tube down his nose and flush it out with water Mm -hmm. and it's like it acts like a siphon like you flush the water in there and then the water carries this stuff back out which is pretty gross but (laughs) anyway it carried all of the stuff out and there was like a handful of feed on the ground and so he was like yeah he definitely was choking and so he goes to try and get the rest of it out and his tube like won't go any further like it kept stopping at the base of the esophagus Mm -hmm. and so he couldn't get it down there but what was weird was that they couldn't even get water through yeah to his stomach so whatever it was was like completely blocking off the esophagus so he's not eating or drinking this whole day yeah and I kept asking like God what do you want me to do (laughs) you know and he wouldn't talk to me Mm -hmm. and it was terrifying because I'm like how how can I walk through this if you're not guiding me right one way or the other and so it was really nerve-wracking but that night when the vet was there, the vet was saying, um, something else is going on 
He said, yes, he was choking, but I think there's an underlying issue. I think he either had a stricture or like a mass at the base of his esophagus that has just gotten big enough that it closed off his throat. Mm-hmm. Because he said with him doing this twice now in the couple of months that y'all have had him, he said, there's another cause here. And he said, you know, your next best option is to take him to a vet in Glugstadt. Yeah. Which is like two hours from my house. And he said, that guy's got a scope. He can look down his throat, tell you what's really going on. But I have a feeling they're just going to confirm what I said and you might have to put him down. Mm -hmm. That was fun to hear. Yeah. Well, when you were just saying that, I went to... Your dad. Yes. Because okay. the mass at the mm-hmm. end of the esophagus that got big enough to start causing issues while eating, that's what he noticed. He went in. <laughs> Do you want to know what's even more crazy? The vet's dad had the exact same thing. <laughs> like a cancerous tumor at the base of his esophagus, opening of his stomach. Yeah. He was having a hard time swallowing. Yeah. Went in to get his throat stretched. They found something. Right. How nuts is that? So, of course, like, my mind wants to go, worst case scenario. Yeah. Crap, crap, crap. You know, like, what do I do? And this whole time, like, I'm asking God, (laughs) help me here, you know. And he's silent. And so I just felt like crying my eyes out the whole time they were there. And I was like, keep it together. You know, don't cry in front of strangers. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you're in the comfort of your home. So anyway, we get inside and then I just felt like numb. Yeah. And that scared me more than anything because I was like, I need to get this out. But I opened Facebook and I saw a Bible verse. It was Isaiah 40, 29. Mm -hmm. I think he gives strength to the weary. And no, wait, he get wait, I'm going to have to look it up. Isaiah 40, 29. Do you have it? He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Yes. So that verse popped up and I just felt like immediate peace. Mm -hmm. And it was like he was telling me it's going to be fine. And what's funny is that he was like, hey, you wanted to learn about healing. Here's an opportunity. Because a week before that, I had had a dream. Yeah. And in this dream, I was like in a thrift shop. But it was like everything in that thrift shop looked like it was brand new. Yeah. Like pristine condition. And I'm like, is this even a thrift shop? (laughs) Because (laughs) are are you sure these things have been owned before? Because some of them still had tags and everything. And I was sitting there, like, looking through, but I was being very selective about my choices, like, very intentional about the things that I was picking. And then I finally, like, gathered all my things, you know, and I go up and I check out and the dream ends. And I was like, that was very vivid. So, like, was that a God dream? And I said, God, are you trying to tell me something? Mm -hmm. And he said, I want you to start shopping around for things passed down. And I was like, I get the feeling you don't mean physical things. Like, yeah. you don't want me to actually go yeah. to a thrift store. Like, what What do you mean? 
And this story popped into my head about Elijah and Elisha. And Elisha asks Elijah for a double portion of his spirit to be poured out on him when Elijah gets taken to heaven. Mm -hmm. And he gets it. Yeah. Like that was passed down to him. And so I was like, oh, are we talking about anointings? Like you want me to start asking for things for you to teach me? And he was like, yeah. So I look up biblical anointings that week and I wrote them all down. Mm -hmm. And I like circled the ones that I wanted to learn about. And healing was on that list. Yeah. And then a week later, he's like, ta-da. <laughs> You're like, seriously? <laughs> I just got this horse. You couldn't have picked the mule. I don't really like her that much. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but then I wouldn't have been motivated to, to learn. Right, I'd have just been like, yeah, well, well, oh, no. <laughs> that sounds awful. She's just a butt, though. Like, she she randomly kicks her feet at people, and it's not cool. Yeah. And she's just sassy, and kids. she's got an attitude. We love her. Right. She has some work to We do. just don't like her all the time. So, yeah. anyway, she does need some work. But, so anyway, we're, we're going through this. And when he told me that, and he was like, hey, you wanted to learn about healing. Here you go. And so I was like, Okay, I see what we're doing here. So I look up that verse later. Yeah. And if you go down a couple of verses, uh, the next verse was the one that says uh, something about soaring on wings like eagles. Yeah. The next one is, even youths become weak and tired. Young men will fall in exhaustion, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Yes. So literally as I'm looking at my phone reading that verse, I move my phone and right in my line of sight Mm -hmm. is that book sitting on my bedside table called On Eagle's Wings. Yeah. The book that Tammy gave us, Pastor Tammy. And I was like, I need to read that. I feel like I need to read that right now. So I stayed up for like two hours. Right. You can read that thing. Go through that book. Yeah. It's like 50 pages or yeah. something. But I I was reading that book and it was like healing, faith. Yep. Trusting story God. After like story. example after example of how God came through for this woman miraculously multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yep. And I'm like loud and clear. I hear you <laughs> loud and clear, you know? And it, then I. It was just crazy the number of confirmations I got because then I get on TikTok and I see a video that says God is about to resuscitate everything in your life that's on life support. And I'm like, okay, get on Facebook, see an ad for the girl who believed in miracles. (laughs) That movie about the little girl who prays for the animals and they get healed. And I'm like, all right, all right, I hear you. So anyway... The next morning we, we wake up, you know, and buddies spit up a lot more food. Mm-hmm. So we're like, maybe it's going to work itself out, you know, and we're, we're sitting there, you know, what can we do for him? We'll just get him moving. Maybe that'll like break some of it up. And he did throughout the day kind of spit up more and more, Yeah, but he was still not eating or drinking and getting very dehydrated. And so that whole day 
we were trying to help him. And Josh was like, I think if we can like rinse his nose out again, rinse his mouth out, maybe that'll get stuff moving. And Buddy hated that. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, you know, we had to try. We had to try everything in our power. And then at one point, Josh was like, we just kind of let God do his thing. Because he said, you know, it's like when someone gives you a toy and it breaks. Well, they can't fix the toy if you hang on to it. Like, you have to let it go. Yeah. And let them fix it. And so I was like, okay. Okay. You know, and the whole time, God is telling me, I've got him. Mm-hmm. I, I will not let you miss this. It is my job to teach you. I'm going to teach you. I will not let you miss it. I will not let you fail. And so I was like, okay. And I purposefully did not tell anyone about this. Yeah. Like, none of the family knew, unless Josh told them. I don't know. But I did not tell anyone about it because I was like, I cannot have other voices in my head right now. Like, I have to focus on me and God Mm -hmm. because he's telling me, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And I knew that if other voices got in my head, they would be like, well, he's had a good run. He's been a good horse, you know, and stuff like that. take him onto the bed if it's been a couple, like, all the things. Right, right. And so I was like, I just can't. I have to like stick to what I've heard, you know, I have to trust that I'm hearing from God and hello, all of those confirmations, (laughs) that's not a coincidence. And so anyway, um, Friday comes and goes, he's still choking Saturday morning. I mean, like Saturday, it looked bad. Mm -hmm. All of his progress stopped. He quit spitting stuff up. He was getting real tired, real dehydrated. And I was like, God, I know what you said, but like, I also can't let him suffer forever. So I, I need you to <laughs> help me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you heard me. You heard what I said. You hang on to that for dear life. And he said, this next part's going to be hard, but I need you to cling to my voice. Yeah. And I just like lost my composure and I'm just like sobbing and I'm like, I don't know why, like, that peace that I had is gone, and now I feel so emotional and, like, out of control. And he said, that's because empathy leads to healing. Mm-hmm. He said, when, you are, when your friend is brokenhearted, how do you help them heal? Like, you have empathy for them. You sit with them. Yeah. You comfort them as that wound heals. He said, so this is just an example of, like, how empathy leads to healing. He said, but while you feel your feelings, don't stay there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get stuck in your feelings. Yeah. Focus back on me. Focus back on my goodness and what you know of my character as you're waiting. So I was like, okay. You know, and it was like constantly he was guiding me every single step of the way. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to say. This is, you know, how you need to hold on to what I'm saying, this kind of thing. So Saturday night, I'm absolutely desperate. And I was like, if if you meant this... Give me a Bible verse that will, like, Mm -hmm. give me something to hang on to. And he said, Psalms 119. And I was like, that's the longest chapter of the Bible. Which part? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Just go sit and read. So I'm literally, like, hugging Buddy. And I have my Bible app on my phone. And I'm scrolling through reading it out loud as I'm, like, crying into his fur, you know. And the whole thing, 
the whole chapter is about hanging on to God's word, Mm -hmm. hanging on to his promises, hanging on to what he said. And like, there's, there's a couple of verses that stood out because it was like, God, I have kept your principles. Don't let my hopes be dashed. Yeah. You know, like I have done what you said. Don't let me be put to shame. Mm -hmm. And that was exactly how I felt. I was like, I've got to hang on to this, but you got to make sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that my, my hope's not for nothing. And so anyway, that I was like, okay, I got to go inside. I got to take care of my children. And so I started walking to the door. Well, buddy followed me. Like he didn't want me to go inside. And so I just pet him and I was like, I promise I'll come see you in the morning before church. I promise I'll come check on you. And I go inside. The next morning, Sunday morning, we wake up. He's gone. Mm -hmm. He's nowhere. The mule is there, <laughs> and the donkey's there, but Buddy's nowhere to be found. And I'm just like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. But, okay, back up. That night, <laughs> I had a dream. So I woke up Sunday morning from a dream. I had been somewhere, like, grassy, but also on the edge of the ocean yeah like you know kind of how like Like scotland or ireland looks in pictures i don't i've never (laughs) been there but um somewhere like that and in this dream there's a lot of people around but i can fly and so like i'm flying in the sky and it was so cool and all of a sudden an eagle like swoops down and starts flying with me yeah And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever experienced. And then I land and my mom was with me. She was the only person I knew there for some reason. And I was like, mom, did you see that? And she was like, yes, that was amazing. I took a picture of it. (laughs) And I was like, that was so cool. And we were just like celebrating. And then it ends. And I was like, okay, eagles, 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 like freedom. You will fly on eagles wings. This will set you free. And so I'm like, okay. God's speaking to me through this whole thing. So I get up, can't find Buddy anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so then we go to church. And in church, <laughs> during worship, there was a woman on the worship team. And she goes rogue. She goes off script. And she just proclaims, God is our healer. Like during one of the songs. And I was like, okay, I hear you. And then Pastor Chuck preached on faith. Mm-hmm. And how when God gives you a word, when God speaks something to you, you have to hang on to that for dear life. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I hear you. <laughs> and then he mentioned Abraham and Isaac and how like Abraham had to let go of Isaac. He had to be willing to give him to yeah. God, to trust him. And I just heard God say, just give him to me. And I said, okay, okay, I'm taking my hands off. He's yours. Do what you will. So we had to stay in town that whole night because we were doing dad's birthday dinner Mm -hmm. that night. So we did not get home until well after dark. Yeah. Again, still can't find buddy anywhere. And on the way home, God had said, you can kick and scream. You can shake your fist at the sky. You can be angry at me. You can, you know, beg me and ask me why. He said, but just not yet. Just not yet. Just hang on. And I was like, okay. So we get home. He's not there. And I was like, okay, I will not throw a fit. I will not throw a fit. (laughs) And I go inside and I'm like going to get a bath. I have a headache. 
I've not eaten hardly anything all day because I'm so stressed out, you know, like heart sick and physically sick at the same time. And so anyway, we, I'm getting in the bath and my six-year-old and two-year-old are, of course, playing at my feet because there's nowhere else in the house. It's a good (laughs) option. And they were just being loud. And I said, but I'm just, mommy has a headache can y'all please try to tone it down a notch because my head is really hurting and I just need a little bit of quiet right now. Mm -hmm. Josh comes in the room and he says, I know something that will make you feel better. I just found Buddy. He's at the pond and he's drinking water. (laughs) And I start sobbing, like lose it. And he was like, I thought that would make you happy. I'm like, I am happy. (laughs) (laughs) This is my happy cry. (laughs) He was like, you don't make any sense. (laughs) But anyway, I run out there and he was drinking for like a solid five minutes. Like not just a little bit of water. He he's like And Josh said he was like in the pond. Yes, like knee deep. Yeah. And so anyway. He has been eating and drinking ever since and not had any issues. That is wild. So that's our miraculous story of how God does care about your animals. Yes. And he does care about healing and he can do it for you too. You just have to like work with him on it, I think. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to, like there's no formula. That that was what... I I used to think in formulas of like, well, if I pray this way, if I do this thing, then maybe it'll work because it worked last time, you know? And it's like God in the Bible, when Jesus healed, he never healed the same way. Yeah. Ever. Because each situation's different. And so like, if you are contending for healing, plug into him and ask him what to do. Mm -hmm. Like ask him how to take care of the situation and follow him every step of the way. Right. Because that's that's how things get done is when you're like, hey, I'm available for whatever you want to do. Just just guide me. Yeah. And he'll do it because he loves you and he cares about his kids and he wants to be a part of their lives, even in the hard times. Yep. So. Yeah. When Josh told me this story, it was like, did Caitlin tell you about Buddy choking? I was like, uh, no. He said, well, funny thing about horses, they can't really throw up. So he got all this stuff stuck in his throat and it couldn't come up, but it wouldn't go down either. So we get the bed out there. They tried a couple things. It wasn't really working. And then Caitlin did her healing thing. And then a couple days later, (laughs) he was in the pond chugging all the water. And I was like, wow. Caitlin did her healing Caitlin thing. did her healing thing. And, uh, <laughs> Caitlin did nothing. Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin held it together the yeah. best she could. And, and actually, I'm really proud of that. But no, I was just like, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And that that's why, like, I think what he's teaching me about healing is that, like, it's less about how to do it and more so about what you learn through it. Mm-hmm. Like what it teaches you. Yeah. And so that taught me like a really valuable lesson about God's heart, you know, because like I learned so much about how he cares for his creatures and it, exactly how he wanted me to walk through that with him. Yeah. 
And that was important for me, I think. It goes back so. to how he uses everything yes. for his purpose. Yep. And that was kind of how it was for dad, too. Mm-hmm. Was like, we were walking through that. God had told me. It, like, he legit came to me in that dream and was like, your dad's going to be fine. Yeah. He didn't say that exactly. But, you know, yeah. that was the gist of it. And I had to hang on to that when everybody else was like, this doesn't look good. You right. know? And I was like, nope, not going there. I am not going there. And he would still give warnings about this next <clears throat> part is not going to look good. Yes. But remember. <laughs> like, Except okay. when he, when he like, psych. You know, like when he told me and mom, no matter what the scan says, I'm not done yet. And we were like, crap. And then all of a sudden he was in remission and we were like, (laughs) but then what does that mean? I don't think. Yeah. If he's in remission, but it was like, no matter what the scan says. So like, even though it's technically done, God is not done. That's what I think. That's, I think that dad's health is going to be completely restored. Yeah. Like to its former, better than its former glory, right. honestly. That's, that's what I got from that. I just think we haven't seen physical evidence of that yet. Yeah. Because although dad is, you know, better, like he still has trouble sometimes with certain foods and mm-hmm. things like that. And so I don't think that's going to be an issue anymore. I'm just waiting to see that. Yeah. Full restoration. But it's like, another thing I want to point out, it's like Tammy said, so when we had the gathering, mm-hmm. Pastor Tammy did a did a sermon that night, and she was talking about, um, like, how you have to be a bulldog with a bone yeah. when it comes to your faith. Like, you cannot be shaken. You cannot let anybody get in your ear and tell you, well, maybe you should take him to the vet. Maybe. Right. You know, like you cannot. You got to shut it down and be like, I know what God said to me. And until he tells me something different, this is what I'm hanging on to. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I, that, another thing that I said to God was, I said, I don't know how to tell if this is you or if this is my own wishful thinking because I don't want to lose my horse. Yeah. And he said, have I not confirmed it to you? He said, you can't make that stuff up. You can't make certain ads pull up in your Facebook timeline. You can't make certain videos pop up on your TikTok for you page. You can't make, you know, Bible verses show up out of nowhere that you need exactly that Bible verse exactly at that time. Like you can't make that up. He said, so when you're confused about whether it's me or whether it's your thoughts, he said, look outside of yourself for the evidence Mm -hmm. because I'm not afraid to repeat myself and I know how to get your attention. Yeah. So, like, look for God in your surroundings because not only is he living inside you, he's also in everything yeah. around you. And that was really helpful for me because it gave me something to hang on to. And also, a friend of mine was telling me, she said, another way to tell is that God's thoughts will always ground you. I mean, God's voice will always ground you. Your own thoughts will make you spiral. Mm-hmm. So, like... My thoughts were, what if this isn't real? What if I made this up? You right. know, which was making me like want to spiral. But God's voice was grounding me and telling me, you know what I said? Hang on to it. Don't freak out. Don't lose it yet. Hang in there. You know, and it kept me calm and it kept me grounded. Yeah. Until the miracle happened. So 
anyway, I hope I hope somebody gets some takeaways from that story, but I just had to share it because it was awesome. <laughs> the whole purpose of this podcast is so that people will feel less alone in their struggles by the topics we're covering. And so if you know someone who could be helped by this episode, feel free to share it with them just so that they feel like they're seen. And if you have any comments or questions or even topics that you want us to discuss, feel free to share those with us too at Tower Talks Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.